Greetings and welcome. The book of Matthew tells of a yet unfulfilled prophecy when two will be in the field, then one shall be taken and the other left. The rapture as we know it today is a future event when true believers will be caught up to heaven by God. When Jesus spoke to the crowd about the coming end-time cataclysmic events, he was asked, When shall these things be? Jesus answered, But of that day and hour knoweth no man. This was certainly true for his followers at the time, since the church age had not yet even begun. Will Christ reveal this knowledge to believers in the end of days? Stick around. I'm Dr. Chris Zimmer, and I'd like to share with you what I've found. I'm not making any predictions. I'll let you be the judge. So just a brief outline of what I'll talk about. The Revelation 12 sign and the blood money prophecy by Scott Clark. Evidence of Christ's crucifixion in 30 CE. The first witness, signs in the heavens. The second witness, scripture in the 125th day. The third witness, hidden in the number pi. And a surprise bonus. And then I'll summarize all the results. We do indeed see through a glass darkly. No individual receives the knowledge of the revealing of prophecy completely, but only in part. So before I begin, I must give credit to the other watchmen who have contributed their part to this work. I'll cite them as we go along. The latter day's awakening seems to have started with the revealing of the Revelation 12 sign. I remember reading about it as a child and the frustration I felt when I failed to understand the strange imagery. I thought John was hallucinating or simply being enigmatic by hiding prophecy and symbolism. That memory stayed with me for decades until I discovered Scott Clark's video and I knew instantly that he'd found the answer. It all made sense when I realized the woman was actually the constellation Virgo in this rare celestial configuration. He has since had another interesting find that he calls the blood money prophecy, and I'll just simply summarize it here. So there's a 2030 correlation. Uh, starting back in the book of Genesis with the story of Joseph, Judith, Judah sorry, sells Joseph for th 20 pieces of silver, and Joseph's coat was dipped in goat's blood and taken to their father as a ruse. Well, he was still alive, and Judah was selling, and his brothers were selling Joseph into slavery. But there's a theme here of 20 pieces of silver and something being dipped in blood. If we come forward to 30 CE, Jesus answered, He is this to whom I give, shall give a sop when I have dipped it. Uh, and here, the, during the supper, the wine represents blood. And Judas betrays Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. So we still have this theme of something being dipped in blood and pieces of silver. Then finally, if we put the 20 plus the 30 pieces of silver to mean 2030, uh, in 2030 CE, it's prophesied that he, will, he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And you can see the pieces of silver absent from that because that's the fulfillment of the prophecy. Okay, so that's, that's as far as Scott went. I had an additional thought on this. Uh, Strong's Greek Concordance 2030, the meaning is specter or eyewitness of anything. And this is found only in one verse. For we did not make known to you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ following cleverly devised myths, but being eyewitnesses, there's that word 2030, of his majesty. 
So this is this seems to be pointing towards the future when there will be eyewitnesses of his return. And if we look back, the men of Galilee or the apostles then were eyewitnesses of his leaving earth. Men of Galilee, they said, why do you stand here looking into the sky? This is the angels. This same Jesus who has been taken from you into heaven will come back in the same way you have seen him go into heaven. And that's in the book of Acts. So there will be eyewitnesses just like there were back then of his return in 2030 is what this seems to be pointing to. There's also evidence of Christ's crucifixion in 30 CE from the Talmud. And you're probably aware of this, so I'll just go over it very quickly. Uh, There was a lot cast on the Day of Atonement, which consisted of black and white stones to decide which of the goats would be sacrificed and the other would be uh, let loose as the scapegoat. And for 200 years prior to 30 CE, the lot was equal. But afterwards, it always came up black every year for 40 years. Then there was also a crimson strip or cloth tied to the Azazel goat. A portion of this red cloth was also removed from the goat and tied to the temple door. Each year, the red cloth on the temple door turned white as if to signify that that day of atonement was acceptable to the Lord. This annual event happened till 30 CE when the cloth then remained crimson each year to the time of the temple's destruction. Also, the Talmud speaks of the heavy doors to the temple mysteriously swinging open every night of their own accord. This continued for 40 years, beginning in 30 CE. And the most important lamp of the seven candlestick menorah in the temple went out and would not shine. This was known as the Western Light, I believe. Every night for 40 years, the main lamp of the temple lampstand went out of its own accord, no matter what attempts and precautions the priests took to safeguard against this event. And then, of course, the temple was destroyed in 70 AD. Uh, this, this 40 years was believed to be, or is believed to be, a, a time of testing. And not accepting Jesus as their uh, rightful Messiah led to the destruction of the temple in 70 AD. A 30 CE crucifixion suggests 2030 is his return. In the parable of the Good Samaritan, where the Good Samaritan happens across a traveler on the road, uh, laying down, had been robbed and beaten. And in Luke 10, 35, it says, The next day he took out two denarii and gave them to the innkeeper. This is the Good Samaritan. Take care of him, he said, and on my return I will pay you for any additional expense. The denarius was the standard Roman silver coin during the time of Jesus' ministry. So this begs the question, is this yet another connection to the silver coins in Scott Clark's prophecy? If we let the two silver coins represent two millennia, then 30 CE plus 2,000 years is 2030, and 2030 minus seven years for tribulation is 2023. So that's... uh, that seems to indicate that 2023 is the year of the rapture and beginning of tribulation. So I've been playing this song a lot lately and I can't get it out of my head. This is a shout out to Aaron at Got A Minute. If you're still doing requests, I'd love to hear Isn't It Time by the Babies. It goes, I finally found the answers to the questions that keep going through my mind. Hey babe, isn't it time? Maybe this time you don't have to wait. 
I know it's time. Okay. Now let's get into it. The first witness, signs in the heavens, I'll cover several signs beginning with the blood moon tetrad, which occurred on the feast days of Passover and Sukkot with a solar eclipse in its midst from 2014 to 2015. Blood moons have historically been a warning sign for the nation of Israel and a total solar eclipse, a warning to the Gentile nations. When both appear together, as they did in this one, it's taken to be a bad omen for the entire world. Okay, so then, and the next sign happened on April 8th, 2023. It was a close conjunction between Sun and Jupiter in Pisces on the third day of Passover or the eve of Resur Resurrection Day. Uh, and you can see the Sun and Jupiter representing the man child, uh, both along the cord of one of the fishes in Pisces. Another sign was Mars being present in Virgo throughout the official Feast of Trumpets from September 15th to 17th, 2023. And then I have to bring in a verse that kind of correlates this. But of that day and hour knoweth no man no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. That's Matthew 24, 36. And in speaking to a Jewish audience, Jesus may have been alluding to the time of Jacob's trouble set to begin on a future Yom Teruah, since they would have known, no one knows the day or the hour, as pertaining to Feast of Trumpets. So let's take those signs and put them together. First, we have the Blood Moon Tetrad, and then the Revelation 12 sign, and the Sun-Jupiter conjunction, and then Mars and Virgo during the Feast of Trumpets. And if we do a day count in between the first blood moon and the last blood moon, we get 531 days. If we count from the last blood moon to the Revelation 12 sign, we get 726 days. And then going from that sign to the Sun-Jupiter conjunction, we get 2,023 days. And going from the conjunction to Feast of Trumpets, we get 160 days. So those are the day counts. There's a meaning behind this. And if we look in Strong's Greek Concordance 531, we get inviolable or unchangeable. In Strong's Greek Concordance 726, of course, is harpazo or to seize and carry off by force. In Strong's Greek Concordance 160, we get unexpected, sudden, unforeseen. And then since there are three day counts for the Feast of Trumpets, it lasts over three days, 15th through the 17th. Let's take two more day counts and we get captivity for 161 and to make captive or take captive capture for 162. So the meaning behind this, well, there's something... Uh, had, that has to do with Harpazo in 2023 that's sudden and unchangeable. And if we think about it, 726-2023 actually looks more like a date. So this seems to be telling us that there's going to be something sudden and unchangeable on 726-2023. And if we add the extra two day counts, since we were looking at something 
that symbolizes war, Mars in the constellation Virgo, there may also be something that happens to Israel on this coming Feast of Trumpets, which involves captivity, war, and to make captive or capture. Now there's another thing that ties this 726 to an actual date, and that is Jupiter is positioned under Aries, the Ram or the Lamb, on that date, 726-2023. Uh, and the, Aries is known as the Ram or Lamb from The Witness of the Stars by E.W. Bullinger. And in this case, we know if it's tied to Harpazo, this must be the Lamb, this must be Jesus. And since Jupiter is under the foot of Aries, uh, they're united. He's united with the church at that time. In the Song of Solomon, there's a kind of rapture scenario. My beloved spake and said unto me, Rise up, my love, my fair one, and come away. For lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone. The flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing birds is come, and the voice of the turtle dove is heard in our land. The fig tree putteth forth her green figs, and the vines with the tender grape give a good smell. Arise, my love, my fair one, and come away. Which, this seems to be a rapture scenario. And Israel has only two seasons, winter and summer. So if winter is past, then the rapture must be in the summer. And according to Mungo Jerry, <laughs> in the summertime when the weather is high, you can stretch right up and touch the sky. So let's get into the second witness, the 125th day. And I have to set this up by saying that there's been a long controversy as to New Jerusalem City uh, what shape it is, because in the book of Revelation, it gives uh, the dimensions, but it does not give the shape or does not give the geometry of the city. So it can fit either a cube or a square pyramid. Which is it? Uh, if we go back to Isaiah 19:19, 19, 19, in that day shall there be an altar to the Lord in the midst of the land of Egypt and a pillar at the border thereof to the Lord. And this has been associated with the Great Pyramids, the Great Pyramid at Giza, which is, has been known down through the ages also as the Pillar of Enoch. Accounts by Al-Makrizi and other ancient Arabian historical sources tell of a king living before the flood named Sorid, who built the Great Pyramid. King Sorid was more commonly known in Hebrew as Enoch. Did Enoch build the pyramids, which are of mountainous size and shape? If so, were they to resemble Mount Zion. So if you accept that, if you accept that the uh, Mount Zion or the, the shape of a mountain uh, is like a pyramid, then Hebrews will tie in Mount Zion to heavenly Jerusalem. It says in Hebrews 12.22, Instead, you have come to Mount Zion, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. So we're let's pursue the square pyramid there was a post of a video by, on YouTube by New Jerusalem City, a great voice as of a trumpet, and this fellow posted this analysis, uh, so, and it's very elegant, so I want to go through this in detail. In Revelation 21.16, and this gives the dimensions of the city, and the city New Jerusalem lieth foursquare, and the length is as large as the breadth, and he measured the city with the reed, 12,000 furlongs, which 
equals 1500.3 miles if we do the conversion. The length and the breadth and the height of it are equal. So on the left hand side you see a pyramid with a diagonal cross section through uh, the opposing two edges. And then if we take that cross section and just map it out on the right hand side, we can equate the height, which is A, to 1500.3 miles, and B, the line segment uh, to the right side triangle, is 1500.3 times square root 2 over 2, and that gives us 1060.87 miles. And if we use a little trigonometry, the tangent function, we can find the acute angle, uh, 55 degrees, and then take the straight angle, 180 degrees, and subtract that acute and get the other angle, the 125 degrees. So he equates this to Revelation 12.5, where the child is caught up, uh, the 125 degrees, 12.5, and this implies a 125-day count. Therefore, uh, he surmises the 125th day on the 2023 Gregorian calendar is May 5th, which actually turned out to be Cinco de Nada. But that's okay. Let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater because this is a really good analysis. And this is where he stops. So let's take it a little bit further. Consider instead, starting at the original first day on the Hebrew calendar, Nissan 1, and if we analyze the 55 degree angle, Nissan 1 is March 23rd, 2023. Nissan 1 plus 55 days is Mar uh, May 17th, 2023, the eve of Ascension Day. And this is when Jesus ascends bodily into heaven on Ascension Day. So we, I guess we could sort of call this Ascension Day uh, in a way because we're on the Hebrew calendar, and Hebrew calendar goes sunset to sunset. So part of Ascension Day is on May 17th. And if we go to the scripture, Revelation 5.5, 5, then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep, see the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He's able to open the scroll and its seven seals. So this, this sounds like Jesus has just finished what he had to on earth, and he's ascended into heaven. And that's what this seems to be pointing to. So let's analyze the 125 degree angle. Nissan 1 plus 125 days brings us to July 26, 2023. And this is the 125th day when we will likely ascend into heaven. And this is also tied into a scripture, Revelation 12:5, And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who will rule all the nations with an iron scepter, and her child was caught up to God and to his throne. So if we consider Christ is the head who ascended into heaven on the 55th day, or ascension day, the church, which is the body, which will ascend on the 125th day, or let's call it Arpazo day, then the 55 degree and the 125 degree angles are supplementary, together forming a larger 180 degree straight angle. Strong's concordance for 180 means unable to stop, unceasing. This implies that once united, Christ and the church represent an inseparable or unceasing pair, just like the two supplementary angles, together forever. And if we go a little further and, and map out all of the Nissan 1s from Nissan 1s and 125th days 
from the year 2017 to 2033, there's only one date which screams of Harpazo, 726, which happens in 2023. Okay, now, rapture the third witness, hidden in the number pi. Pi is a mathematical constant representing the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter. And pi is equal to 3.14159, and so on and so on, off into infinity. As we know, the value of pi is a transcendental figure without resolution, as Mr. Spock says. Okay, so here's another watchman who had posted, I believe it was on uh, Aaron's Got a Minute channel, and I just put this here paraphrased uh, so that it's easier to understand. And the fellow's name is Drayton Banyan. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. And he says, when the, na when the number 153 appears for the first time in pi, the first 917 also surfaces, so we get 917153 as the sequence, and then he uh, he pulls it out into 9 times 17 equals 153, and then a summation series of 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus all the way up to plus 17 also equals 153. And... Uh, the initial appearance of 153 also provides the first three digits of a 153-digit count to the 9 in the first appearance of 119. So he gives us some more numbers that multiplied together equal 2023. The initial appearance of 153 and its position, 345, supplies the first three digits in 2023 digits at the 2368th position of pi. So in other words, 345 plus 2023 gives us 2368. Well, it just so happens that Jesus Christ, the numerical value of his name in Greek is 2368. And he's the one who told the seven fishermen where to catch the 153 fish. So that's a very nice correlation there. The first appearance of 153-2023 in Pi also reveals the first appearance of 202368. So we get a full sequence of 153202368. Drayton continues, if we consider all digits of pi, including the decimal point, 153 completes at position number 348 of pi. 348 first appears as the last three digits in the 88 digits following the decimal point. So 17 plus 17 digits, or 34 total, after the decimal point, 88 appears for the first time. If you add 88 and 2023, you get 2111. And if we go to John 2111, Simon Peter went up and drew the net to land uh, full of great fishes, 153, and for all there were so many, it was not the net broken. So this is actually the passage about the 153 big fish. He goes on, uh, the number 200 shows up for the first time and completes at the 602nd digit of pi on the right-hand side. And those two clues, 200 and on the right side, also come up in Scripture, John 21, 6 through 8, where he's telling them to cast the net on the right side of the ship. And also... Uh, they were 200 cubits from shore, dragging the net with fishes. So there's, there are two clues in that passage, on the right side and 200 cubits.
Further, taking a finite sequence of 2023 or like a block of 2023 nondescript digits and subtracting 602 digits from the left and doing the same to the right leaves 819 digits in the center. Consider 153 plus 666 is 119. The last four digits of the first 200 are 8196. Keep this 6 in mind because I'm going to explain it in the bonus section. So Drayton uh, makes the statement, the completion of June 2nd, 2023 is the completion of the first 153 days of the year. So Drayton is theorizing here that the number 602 represents a possible rapture date of 602-2023 because it's also the 153rd day of the year. This date has since passed uneventfully. Okay, so, but let's, and this is where Drayton stops, but let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater because we he did a beautiful analysis here. Uh, it's just at the, the very end here that he made a predi- prediction that went off uh, but let's not throw it away. Let's, let's continue with the analysis. This is really nice. An alternate interpretation of 153-2023-68 is that it heralds both the rapture, the 153 fish, and war, 68 in 2023. So let's talk about the 68s and war. Entrepreneur Patrick Bet David found the following dates add to 68, July 28, 1914, the start of World War I. And I gave an example here of how he finds 68. He's taking the month, which is 7, July is 7, and adding 28, and then adding the first half of the year, 19, and then adding the second half of the year, 14. And the sum is 68. The same thing happens for September 1st, 1939, the start of the Second World War, and again on February 24th, 2022, President Vladimir Putin's declaration of war on the Ukraine. So this is very interesting. It happened three times in a row. Uh, So let's look at some 68, remaining 68 dates in 2023. Uh, There are seven of them, but there's only one that really stands out, and that's September 16th. The Feast of Trumpets, because we have Mars again is in Virgo. So this sort of indicates a possible war uh, with Israel on September 16th of this year. And here's a different take on the 602. If we look up Strong's Greek Concordance 602, we get Apocalypsis. Where have we heard that before? And uncovering. So if we take his Uh, Drayton's block of digits, 2023 digits, and we break it up and we map out 602 digits on the left and 602 digits on the right, we have 819 digits in the center. And this looks like we have apocalypse on both sides of this block, 819 digits. And if we consider the center to be the, the uh, indication of the rapture and the Antichrist in the year 2023, uh, then this seems to be saying that both the rapture and the identity of the Antichrist will be revealed in 2023. And then I also threw in the clues that were from that scripture, the number two appearing on the right-hand side of the 602 digits. 
So, okay, so without further ado, let's go further into the third witness. A search for the date which appears on the first two witnesses, 7-26-2023, yields six results in the first 100 million digits of pi. And I had to make a note here that calculations at one order of magnitude higher than this resulted in stack overflow, and that's a polite way of saying that my computer didn't have enough memory to go any further. <laughs> the first instance of 726-2023 occurs in the sequence 726-2023-853, which, like Drayton's sequence 153-2023-68, is unique in the first 100 million digits of pi. So we have 726-2023-853. And if we look that up in the concordance, 853 is to snatch out of sight, to put out of view, to make unseen. And this sounds very much like rapture. To make the statements, to seize, carry off by force, which is 726, and to snatch out of sight, uh, 853, is redundant. I mean, why, why say it on both sides of the number 2023? That's why I believe 726-2023 is actually a date. So let's take this to the extreme. If we look at all the number triplets on the left-hand side of this date, and we look at the same on the right-hand side and map them out, we get Strong's Concordance 613, which means to hide, conceal, 281, which means truly, 166, which means age-long and eternal, 853, which means to snatch out of sight, to put out of view, to make unseen, it's 629, a release affected by payment of ransom. And 580 is we, 447 is forbear, leave, loose. 687 implies anxiety or impatience. And 448 uh, is a particle without mercy or merciless. So if we put together all these words, they seem almost to make a sentence. On the left-hand side, we have to hide or conceal truly age-long, as in the age of the church. Uh, and then on the right-hand side, we have to snatch out of sight or to make unseen the harpazo, which is a release affected by payment of ransom, what Jesus did for us. And then it says, we leave, and we've had impatience, and but this will be done mercilessly, without mercy. In other words, we will go, and those left behind are left behind, and it can't be undone. Okay, this is the bonus section, the time. In Matthew twenty-four thirty-six, again, we read, But of that day and hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels of heaven, but my Father only. In Pi, a clue occurs in the sequence 726, 2023, 853, with the day and the hour in the correct order. The time, 853, also translates as to make unseen, or Strong's 853, which is very appropriate. In Scripture, in James 4.14, we read, Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life, it is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time, and then vanisheth away. And this is the only time that Strong's 853 is used in this way. In other passages, it's used as to perish or to destroy. Uh, but here it's used as vanisheth away. 
in the same sentence as time, giving us a clue that 8.53 is indeed the time. In the heavenly signs, conspicuously absent from the date given by the great signs is the time, or maybe not. Taking the date 7-26-2023 and adding 853 days brings us to 11-25-2025. If we start from Nissan 1 of that year and we end up uh, at 11-25-2025, we get a day count, or I should say a month and day count, of 7 months and 26 days. In other words, this is implying 726. This confirms that 8.53 is part of the sign and thus represents the time. Just as a quick side note, Mercury, which uh, is recognized as the messenger, and Venus uh, as uh, Jesus, the bright and morning star, are in close conjunction in Libra with the sun nearby on 11.25-2025, and Mars, which represents war, is in Scorpio, representing the conflict and war, perhaps decreeing the coming judgments and a coming world war. Okay, so we need to decide a.m. or p.m. The Revelation 12 sign was a daytime sign, which indicates the event will take place in the daytime. And in Matthew 24, we read, Then shall two be in the field, the one shall be taken, the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, the one shall be taken, and the other left. In Jerusalem, on 7-26-2023, the sun rises at 5.50 a.m. and sets at 7.40 p.m. So if people are working, as they normally would be during the day, and as this scripture indicates, we can rule out 8.53 p.m. as the time. Remember that 6 at the end of 8196? This clue points us to look for the same thing in 726-2023-853, which we actually find. And if we look in the Greek concordance, G6 is Abel. Abel is thought to have lived approximately 71 to 105 Anno Mundi, which is abbreviated AM. You can't make this stuff up. (laughs) So in conclusion... The time is most likely 8.53 a.m. Israel Daylight Time. And it's also interesting to note that on the east coast of the U.S., the time will be 1.53 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on the west coast, U.S. time will be 10.53 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the previous night, 7.25. But don't let that worry you because 7.25 is Harpagmos, which is also the act of seizing or the thing being seized. I thought about this for a while, 8.53, that's a kind of obscure time, why why 8.53? And it occurred to me that Isaiah 53.8 is the only verse in Isaiah 53 that speaks about the suffering servant being cut off or being killed for the transgression of his people. And if you think about it, if the rapture really does occur... On 8, at 8.53 a.m. on that day, then what is going to be impressed upon the people of Israel, what will be impressed on their minds is that time. And some of them will actually look up Isaiah 53, 8. In summary, 
we found three independent witnesses to a single date and time in the heavenly signs, the scriptures, and hidden in the number pi. The first witness, the heavenly signs, provide prophetic day counts. Jupiter under the foot of Aries on 726.23 indicates this is a date rather than just a day count. It pictures the man-child with Christ the Lamb. 8.53 a.m. is also present as the time. Uh, the second witness, the edge angles of New Jerusalem from Scripture, provide day counts which lead to both the Eve of Ascension Day on 7.26.23 while tying in Revelation 12.5. And in James 4.14, it confirms 8.53 as the time, and we get a.m. from Matthew 24. The third witness, in Pi, the sequence 153 2023 68, heralds both Christ coming for his bride and a war in 2023. Clues from John 21 also lead us to find 153 or 153 big fish and 666, which represents the Antichrist, will be revealed in 2023. The sequence, the full sequence, uh, 726 2023 8536 appears to be the actual date, 726-2023, and the time, 8.53 a.m. of the rapture, in the proper order. Even more supporting evidence appears as the sequence is expanded. Okay, so where do we go with all of this? There's very little time left. It's, at least that's what it looks like. So please, get saved now. It's very simple. Go to Romans. Romans 10 talks about uh, if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So do it soon. I'd like to acknowledge all those great people, great watchmen and women, and all those great YouTube channels, Scott Clark, Dr. Barry Awe with Danielle and Mr. Bones, Got a Minute with Aaron and Christy, Humble Seeker, Robert Breaker, Supernatural by Design, Rock Island Books, and just on and on. And, oh, there's a fellow uh, at Living Waters, Ray Comfort, and he does street ministry, does a beautiful job of that. Uh, and just so, so many more. There are too many more to list. I hope you've enjoyed following along with me as we've uncovered the newfound evidence for a possible 2023 rapture. One more thing. Israel was admitted as a member of the UN on May 11, 1949, granting them official recognition as a nation by the whole world. On July 26, 2023, Israel will be 74 by that standard. Selah is a word used 74 times in the Hebrew Bible. I'll leave that to you for interpretation. Thanks for watching. Please like and share this video, and I'll see you in the clouds.